Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Because I had been through this numerous times before, and they knew who I was, and I felt fine. I I was confident. Probably the kiss of death. (laughs) And there was this stupid idea that I had where I was like, it'd be really funny if if I said this line and then bit a carrot like I'm Bugs Bunny or something. Like, I don't know what the idea was there, but I was like, I'm going to say the line, I'm going to bite the carrot. They're going to, they're going to bring a house down. It's going to be amazing. So I did it. Mm-hmm. I bit the carrot, choked on the carrot. Oh my God. It was a real carrot. A real carrot. Hello, world, and welcome back to another episode of Thanks for Coming In. I'm your host, Jillian Clare. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the show where I speak to fellow actors about their journey, and I make them share a couple bad audition stories with me. If you're not already subscribed to the show, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now and uh, leave us some love. Today on the show, we have Andrea Anders. You may recognize her as Ted's wife and Ted Lasso, or maybe you saw her in Nancy Drew or Cruel Summer. We're going to talk all about her new film, Spirited, on Apple, and, you know, a little reboot of a classic show called That 90s Show. I'm so excited for it. I don't know if you are, but I am so stoked for it. So here's my conversation with Andrea. And welcome to the show, Andrea! Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you. You've been in some of the the greatest things in the last couple of years. So um, very excited. But before we talk about all the stuff that you have going on right now and the recent things, I need to ask you, why did you become an actor? Oh, wow. That's such a good question. Okay. I'm going to answer this honestly, and it's not probably going to be a very... uh inspiring thing, but it is the (laughs) truth. I mean, and I've said this before, I basically a few people told me to, and I, I listened. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's the truth. So it started with my brother who has since now become this huge success, which is such a funny story in and of itself. But when I was in high school, my older brother, Sean Anders, um, he, uh, he told me that I should do something cool (laughs) like drama. And I just, he was sort of this really influential person in my life since the time I was born. I just thought everything he did and said I should listen to. And so I did, I said, okay. And I (laughs) tried out for the drama club and the woman that was running the drama club said, 
you should go to school for acting. And so I did. And then when I got out of that school, my very best friend, Jessica Lanius said, you should come with me to New York. And so I did. And, and, and that's literally how it all started. I just kept listening to the people who I thought knew better than me and, and did it. I love that. Isn't that weird? I mean, that is the truth. I mean, I would love to say like, it was my passion. It really wasn't. I just was like, okay. I mean, I, I kind of just kept listening to the, like I said, the people that I thought were smarter than, than me. Well, and it clearly worked out. Um, They were smart about it. (laughs) They knew they saw it. I guess. Yeah. Wow. So you go to New York and how was that transition for you? I mean, you went to college, yes, and then you went to New York and how how did you find yourself in in that big city life? Yeah, it was rough. I mean, look, I'm from a place called DeForest, Wisconsin. No. And, no. Um, that that about sums it up. I mean, it was one of those like no stoplights, you know, like kind of a town. So when I was very, very young, 21 years old, and that friend said, let's go to New York. And I said, okay. And I, I, you have to understand from DeForest, Wisconsin to New York City, particularly way, way back then, because I'm a bit older now, um, it was like landing on the moon. And, and I was extremely out of my element. And I got into a cab accident and I got fired from a day job. Oh and gosh. I got told that I was fat at, a, at an audition. And I, all within 30 days of being in New York, and I called my mother and to her credit, sobbing, saying, I can't make it. There's no way. I've been here 30 days and I'm dying. And to, she said, just give it 30 more. Just please give it 30 more. And honestly, in those next 30 days, I figured something out and found some footing and stayed and mm. and 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 met some influential people and got a, a little path going and, and it worked out. But yeah, I, if I had done, if I had... If I had done what I wanted to do, I, I would have been swallowed up immediately by that city. Um, and you'd be back in, in Wisconsin? Yep. Yep. Married to Jesse Ziegler, my high school boyfriend. <laughs> he's married to a beautiful, wonderful woman now. He, he He's far better off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you stayed in New York, and we are all very thankful for that. What was um, What was, like, the first role that you booked that you were, like, excited to call your parents about because that's always the ones that are like the big ones for me yeah well the first thing that happened that was a big deal was and it's called an under five which means you have less than five lines um which was great with me on uh one life to live Hmm. and um and i and they had a huge party at the mexican restaurant in madison and everybody came to watch me be on that show I know it's really sweet I know and it's really funny too I I don't know if I have I don't think I've got it anymore I'm sure I could figure out how to dig it up somehow but it's very funny because you watch it and I look ridiculous I mean (laughs) I was like so clearly like I'm on TV like I'm like going like like it's a green screen or something like (laughs) so clearly not in the scene you're just like do you see me hello I I made it (laughs) I'm here I can go home now. Yeah, I really did feel like, well, this is it. I've, I've, I did it. <laughs> They're gonna be knocking down my door now. Yeah, They're calling yeah, exactly. me for everything. Or even like, no more jobs. It's fine. I just, I, I succeeded. <laughs> I did it. I did what I came to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah um, that was amazing. And then, how long was it until you booked like your first, your first substantial arc on a show or, you know, bigger role in a film? How long did that take you? 
So that took me. So what happened there was, um, and then again, the same girl that said, why don't you come to New York with me then said to me, you should go to grad school and get a master's in acting. And I did it again. again. I was like, okay. And so I I went out to, which is funny because actually when people decide to go to grad school, they typically audition for various schools. Yeah. And again, I didn't, she was at, she was going to Rutgers and I went to Rutgers and I auditioned for just them. (laughs) And I don't know why they let me in, but they did. And again, not really knowing, like later finding out like people went to these big auditions where there were many, many schools or I don't know. I just, again, I was just like, okay. And I did it. Went to grad school. When I got out of graduate school, I got a a job on law and order, which again, I didn't know that law and order was like where you all get a job. Like, yeah, I mean, that's the show to be on when you live in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. And so I just was like, again, I did it. I'm a guest star in Law and Order. This is it. I did it. Um, and so I did that. And then um, and then the next sort of big thing was I booked a lead role on Broadway. Um, mm. And that was pretty intense. Now, once I did that, um, I, I booked a, a job. I booked a pilot in Los Angeles. And I, mm. they flew me out to, again, that was all Ooh, new, too. Like, fancy. To buy my plane ticket, <laughs> amazing! You know they could have put me in coach. I wouldn't have known. Um, oh my gosh! Uh, and I came to LA. This I love that, that my story is all about me being stupid, basically. Um, but that um, I came I to say LA. it's that you're willing. You're, you're okay. Willing. Maybe it's, that's you better. Know? That's better. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really well educated. I have a master's, but I just I'm kind of like yeah, free flowing, I guess. But I came to LA to shoot that show, and I thought, oh my god, you you can get a car in LA and you can get all the groceries you need. Like I was in New York where it was like, you can't get milk today. Cause I can't fit it in the bags to carry it. up. <laughs> you know? I was like, wow, I could buy all the milk. Oh my God. <laughs> and so I was like, what am I doing in New York? Like, um, and then, and then came to LA. And then once I came to LA, I had, it took me, I, I want to say, it took me like eight or nine months to get something going. And in that eight mm-hmm. or nine months, I really did feel like, I think it's over. Like, I think, mm. I think it's done. I, I couldn't get anything. And, and then things started to happen, but it's funny to look back on that and remember thinking like, it's over for me and being like, yeah, nine months. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you could have gone dry for five years and still made it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what is the craziest thing about this industry and this profession is that we can literally not work for years and then all of a sudden work nonstop and just be so busy. Yeah. And honestly, that is the, that is the chess game or, or maybe it's Russian roulette. I don't know. It's a high stakes <laughs> game. One of them. Well, it's, it's a very scary game where it's like, do you quit or do you not? That is the question. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's happened to me a lot where I've decided I'm, I'm going to start an organization business, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yes. It's like, oh, should I sign up to be a worker on TaskRabbit? I think I'd be good. Totally. Uber, like yep. anything, you know, you just start to go like, oh, you might want to start thinking about what you're going to do here. Cause mm-hmm. this could be, this could be it for you. And, um, and by the way, it's not like that's over. You know what I mean? I, right. I think something happened 
lucky for me, which was right at the moment that I aged out of the network game, where mm-hmm. it was like, I'm no longer like the sparky girl that he <laughs> kind of loves, you know, like I, I'm no longer that anymore. Streaming happened and, right. and streaming just so happened to want real folks. And I was, and so I was lucky that way, you know, mm. because I, I was sort of looking down the barrel of going, oh, you're about done. You're like a professional athlete. You're 37. <laughs> it's over. And then this other animal came into the business that yeah. said, no, we like you. And I was like, oh, great, great. Okay. Well, speaking of streaming, we could not have this conversation without talking about Ted Lasso because I mean, that show is so good. It's the best show. It's the best. What a sensation. Yeah, what a sensation. And it's funny too, because, you know, I was, I started that show before. That's the thing. You're always shooting something going, I don't know what's going to happen with this thing. And a lot of times, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been shooting various things. In fact, one recently where I was shooting something thinking, this might be really bad. I can't quite tell, but I don't think anybody's going to see it. So it's fine. And then it was, and then it hit and I was like, oh, okay, well, good. But the, again, you know, you're on Ted Lasso and you assume you're like, well, Sudeikis and, and Bill Lawrence and Apple and um, probably, probably going to do well, but you mm-hmm. don't know. But I didn't know that. I didn't know it was going to do that. It's um, just, it's one of those, there's not many shows out there that like can be as real as it is, but also be so hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why everybody was perfect timing. Everybody was depressed and in their homes, and then Ted Lasso comes into your life, and you're like, "Oh, I feel a little bit better about the world." Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep, yep. And I shot the first season in 2019 in September, so it was moments before it happened. And 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 I was I was in London shooting it, thinking. Wow, I, I kind of thought this part of my life being an American tourist with my tennis shoes and my, my Columbia rain jacket <laughs> and looking at all the museums was over. I was yeah. like, I thought that I ended that in my 20s. And here I was doing it again, feeling like, wow, I can't believe I'm getting this opportunity to do this right now. And then the world shut down. And then the world. So it was even double down. lucky. And then, you know, and then the show came out and yeah, made everybody feel better. I mean, what a what a cool show to be a part of. Um, yeah. Really cool. You've also, I mean, you've been in so much. I feel like to talk about everything that you've done, we would be here for hours. Um, but That's funny because I was just telling somebody the other day that people say to me, people, somebody asked me, I said, do you get recognized? And I said, the, the, this, I always, this is the way I get recognized. It's like, I feel like I know you from somewhere, but I don't know where. And I was like, yeah, that's not right. <laughs> That's that's basically how it's gone. <laughs> I feel like that's like the best way though to be as an actor, you know, because you can still keep your like own life, you can keep your personal stuff to you and you're still working and you have a great career and a beautiful body of work, but you're able to have your life as your own. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's funny, uh, you know, you and I before we jumped on, we we were talking about social media and I'm I'm just now going to start to put my toe back in the water in social media. And, and it's, it's one of the reasons that's kept me out of it is what you just mentioned. It's like, I, I'm a strangely private person for somebody mm-hmm. who um, chose this as a career and, and loves people. And I really do love being around. I'm not one of those people that hates people. I love people. I, I always enjoy meeting people, even when they're <laughs> tricky. I find that interesting, <laughs> you know, like, um, 
but I do, I'm, I'm a little shy of that type of notoriety that I've seen others have my close personal friends that have experienced a level of notoriety that it's a double-edged sword. It really is. You get great seats at restaurants, but there's a pay up. (laughs) (laughs) You can get into Nobu whenever you want. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) But you're going to get stared at while you eat. (laughs) Oh man. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. And back to the show. Um, well, I watched Spirited last night and I was obsessed. Um, totally obsessed. I okay, first of all, I was watching and I was like, gosh, this sounds like uh Dear Evan Hansen. I wonder if it's Paul Pascal. And I was like, I'm just gonna yeah. look it up. And I was like, oh no, it is great. Um, but it, it was amazing. so fantastic. I mean, what a great film. So good. It, it, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, look, this is the thing, you know, that my brother wrote and directed this film um along with his partner john morris and and the songwriters who are obviously amazing legends um 
yeah, it's just something else really to see him create that. I just was in awe of all of it and, and lucky that he, you know, that my mom makes him put me in it. <laughs> Your mom's like, no, honey, if you don't do this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he, he gets into this position where he, he gets the project down the line and then finally says, and also I want my sister to do it. And then he has to say like, she's legit. She's like, <laughs> She's an actual she actor and she's worked for your production company before. So it's yeah, okay. Exactly. Exactly. You should know her from such shows as your own show. Yeah. Um, how was it filming that? I mean, that big last scene where you all are oh dancing God. and singing and doing the whole thing. How was it rehearsing wise and just everything? By the way, that last number, particularly the moment where I'm singing with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell and Ryan and I are saying, we might be dead, but we're living that that happened at about 3.30 in the morning Ooh. on a street in Boston that was covered in fake snow in the middle of the summer. Oh my and God. so we were sweating and deliriously tired <laughs> and dancing. <laughs> it probably added to the performance. I guess. I mean, you're so, yeah, you, you become, yeah, like you're on some kind of a drug, tired drug. You're like, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's funny to watch that playback and go, oh my God, that night was mm. so, that was, that was amazing. I just love that it, it took the traditional Christmas Carol story and made it something that was different because so many times you see people try to do the Christmas Carol in different and unique ways but it never really is and this yeah. truly did do it where you were like oh there is nothing redeemable about him love it great yeah yeah I thought it was really uh, uh well thought out and the twists and the turns and it was just compelling and I love that line that um Patrick Page has where Ryan Reynolds says to Patrick Page um um you mean like Scrooge, like the Bill Murray film? And and uh, Patrick Page says, yes, and every other version nobody asked for. I, I, yeah, you know, it's true. It's like, you know, Dickens did it best. And then we've all been trying to recreate it. And yeah, it's it's it was a big, a big thing, to, a big bite yeah. to, to take. And he did it. And he's incredible. He's amazing. How was it working with your brother? Uh we, you know, my brother and I have something really great, which is an enormous amount of respect for our abilities. Mm. He, he has, uh, I, I almost cried, but I shoved it down. Um, I, I, um, he, I know it's really sweet. He, he's been probably my biggest fan. Uh, he's been so, um, impressed with the journey I took, which now we all know is not that impressive. It was just me going, all right. Um, but like, <laughs> but he's just been a big fan. He thinks I do great work. He, he, and so, and, and I feel the same way about him. So when we're together, you know, it's something that we've been trying to do since we've both been in this business and I believe it will happen at some point. We've been trying to work together in a more significant way and, and, mm. I'll put that on my vision board uh, when we hang up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great. We're just, we really appreciate each other. Oh, oh yeah. I love that so much. I yeah. love when family members work together. I mean, yeah. you have people like yeah, Duplass really brothers and like 
I work yeah. with my mom sometimes. It's just so, it's so nice to see it. Yeah. And also when it's a good thing, because I imagine there are other family members that work together that's really tricky. But yeah, at the end of this particular shoot, I had, I had tricky things to do. One thing was it got cut, but I sang a song at the mall. And so I had been learning how to sing and I had mm. learned a song and we had prepped that. And so we shot that. And, and then the very next day we shot the hospital scene, which all required a different set of things with like being emotional and present. Yeah. All stuff. And we finished my tough stuff and we shared this look of we did it he he went to the top brass at apple and said do me this favor let my sister do this role we won't let you down and at the end of it we felt we didn't let them down and we felt good about each Aww. other but like we we did it together you know I feel like too I mean speaking of the hospital scene it must have been um almost like existential to film that with your brother, your real brother there. Like it, yeah. it must have had some sort of effect on, on you both. It did. And also our other brother's daughter is named Ren. And so oh. it was our niece's name. And, um, and it, it was, you know, it's funny with, with, with emotional scenes, I've come to understand that it's going to happen or it's not, you're going to do all the preparation. You're going to be as professional as you can, and you're going to show up. And sometimes, and this just happened to me <laughs> recently, <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, where it, it was like, it's like, you're dead inside. It's like you're yeah. a robot. It's like yeah. nothing about humanity touches you in any way. And you're just, and it happened to me recently. And so I went into the scene thinking, okay, good luck. And then other times, whatever it is, is it Buddha or God or Jesus or something like something yeah. like, <laughs> and, then and it all rains saw. down. And that, that happened that day where I, it, it was there and I was so grateful and it doesn't even feel like you did it. It just feels like something gave it to you and you, you're lucky you won today. And that, that did happen. And, you know, I didn't think of that. Maybe you're right. Maybe that is what it was. Maybe it was knowing Sean was there behind the monitors and yeah. supportive. Maybe that, maybe I have to take him every time I have to go. Yeah. Just make sure he's Thank there. You, Jillian. Of course. <laughs> no problem. Just give him a call. Say, Hey bro, I gotta, I gotta cry today. Can you stop by Fox please? Thanks. And if I ever win an award, I'll be like, thank you, Jillian, for teaching me how to always yes. cry. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, well, on this show, we like to share audition stories that have gone awry. Uh, is there something, a, a story that you would like to share with the listeners? Yeah, sure. This is always the one that stands out. And I don't know if it translates. It might be one of those stories that like you had to be there. I don't know. But this is what <laughs> happened was that I had become a, a bit of a little darling over at Warner Brothers. And mm. and I, you know, I stress the word little because it wasn't like I, I was no Julie Bowen. I didn't have anything like that going on, but I, I had worked with them quite a bit and, um, they knew me and, you know, love Hollywood loved me. Um, you know, I got a birthday gift from them for many years after hey. I stopped working with them. And then it, one day it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see myself out, <laughs> but I am going back to work for them in February. So maybe I'll get the, maybe I'll get the bag. You'll get the bag again. <laughs> it's a nice gift. Um, so I was going in for the big, big one. So I had already gone through casting and producers and studio. And now I, or no, I guess Warner's was a studio. So I was at the studio and it was, um, and Peter Roth, who's a lovely human being, mm. who was the head at that time, loved me and I loved him. He had been very kind to me. And um, I went in feeling fine because I had been through this numerous times before and they knew who I was and I felt fine. I, I was confident. 
probably the kiss of death. <laughs> and there was this stupid idea that I had where I was like, it'd be really funny if I said, if I said this line and then bit a carrot, like I'm Bugs Bunny or something. Like, I don't know what the idea was there, but I was like, I'm going to say the line, I'm going to bite the carrot. They're going to, they're going to bring a house down. It's going to be amazing. So I did it. Mm-hmm. I bit the carrot, choked on the carrot. Oh my God. It was a real carrot. A real carrot. If I could give one piece of advice to actors, don't eat. Just don't don't eat. Don't put anything in your mouth. <laughs> Dead. I thought you were like pantomime me in a carrot. No, I brought a carrot. I brought a carrot and I snapped it off and I choked on the carrot. Legitimately choked, not just like <laughs> I mean like <laughs> and and the carrot flew out of my esophagus onto Peter's shoe. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to see myself out. And that might be why I don't get a birthday present anymore. <laughs> that was kind of the end for me at Warner's, come to think of it. I don't think. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, and it was one of those things where it's like, oh, big deal. Who cares? But I was mortified. Like, I was yeah. just like, wow, that was just really poor decision making. Like, <laughs> no, and, and by the way, didn't ask anybody. Like, didn't say, like, I got this idea, I'm going to do this. Because anybody would have been like, don't do that. Uh Don't do that. I I ask everybody everything and get don't do that often and go, all right, okay, I won't do that. But I don't know what happened there. I think I was overconfident and thought, I'm going to crush this. And I'm going to bring a carrot in and I'm going to eat the carrot. On Peter Ross. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. (laughs) Cement your name in history. (laughs) Yes. That is a beautiful story. And happened. Thank God. Thank God. (laughs) oh wow that's a beautiful beautiful story um yeah well yeah, done that was a tough one thank you well thank done you. i'm very proud thank you thank you i appreciate your support you, you're you're gonna be the reason i get an award yeah and the reason i'm gonna move on past the carrot thank you Jillian. <laughs> you're welcome oh gosh um well before we go you have a new show coming out i don't know if you can talk about anything but we're just gonna say you're on that 90s show and it's gonna be great Oh, it's so great. I think, I mean, I love it. It's hard to say, you know, when you're in it, you're sort of like, that's amazing. But I really do think it's great. Greg Mettler is the creator along with all of the original creators of that 70s show. And it was, it was an incredible experience. And, uh, and I think it's fantastic. And these new kids that are in it are great. And of course, you know, they bring back the the OGs for the yes I'm so excited I did a movie with Laura forever ago I think I was like 19 and she was like the kindest person on the planet to work with she really is yeah she directed some of our episodes and she's in it and she's yeah she's great she's a really I agree with you I I was like oh cool you never know you You never know you you meet them and sometimes it's a go and sometimes you're like she was one of the good ones you're like oh good (laughs) so happy to know you're good yes exactly (laughs) yeah Yeah, she's amazing yeah yeah so very exciting that drops January 18th January 18th. Yay. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to watch it. I loved the show. I can't wait to see it. You're going to be fantastic. I know you are. Um, And how can people follow you on your social media journey now that you're going to (laughs) put your foot back in? 
<laughs> okay, listen, I'm very, I, social media has always freaked me out. I've tried it a few times. It never really takes for me. However, I'm giving it another go. We're doing I'm it. waking back up. Yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> all right. I'm on Instagram. That's all I can do. I can't, I'm snapping and, and Twitter's, I, I listen, can't. Listen, it's fine. Just, okay. Just okay, do the I'm Instagram. Just Instagram. It's at Andrea Anders me. Isn't that adorable? I love I that. I love it. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. All right. We're going to see what happens. Thank we're you. I see. think my mom and my aunt are following me right now. So. <laughs> I'll follow you right after this. Thank you, Jillian. Thank You're you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I've had such a great time talking to you and I cannot wait to see that 90s show and all the awesome stuff that you do next. Thanks for having me. It's super nice to meet you. You're great. Thanks again to Andrea for coming on the show. Next week, there will not be an episode because I am going on a lovely little hiatus, which is mostly going to be me in my bedroom with my dogs reading all of the novels I didn't have time to read this year. Uh, that'll be pretty much it. So don't tune in next week, but you can tune in the week after that uh, for another fantastic conversation with a lovely woman named Gloria. I will leave it at that. Uh, you can try to figure out who it is. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate. I hope it's great. Be safe out there on New Year's. Don't drink and drive. Make sure to use those Ubers or Lyfts or whatever. And if you don't even need them, if you're going to be the DD, I commend you. Uh, so I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful holiday with the ones that you love. And as always, thanks for coming in. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.